Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Reflections Podcast on this cold Wednesday morning on March 20th. At least it's very cold for me on my morning commute to work. Um, This morning, I wanted to share my thoughts and my concerns pertaining to a recent news clip um, that circulated on social media, I believe, last night or yesterday evening. And the clip was of Fox uh, panelists, Fox News panelists, sharing their thoughts pertaining to uh, slavery in America and the talk of reparations. Uh, for those who are unaware, there are Democratic candidates who are sharing their thoughts and their concerns on the topic of reparations and whether or not reparations should be paid for what happened to uh, enslaved Africans during the slavery period in America. And there's been some back and forth I've heard about that. But this segment that was recorded and shared on my Twitter feed was focusing on a couple of points. And the first point I want to start on uh, does not directly uh, tie into the comments on slavery, but it really goes to show the importance of understanding the historical background of what you're trying to talk about, what you're sharing about, especially if it comes from a uh, religious context or attempts to. And that first comment comes from a panelist on the episode who was talking about or trying to quote the Bible and say, well, the Bible says that you can give a man a fish and you'll feed him for a day, or you can, you know, uh, teach a man a fish and you'll feed him for a lifetime. And the struggle with that idea of of giving a man a fish for a day and you'll only teach him, you know, you only feed him for a day, and using that type of language to contort the biblical text, and then using that type of argument to support that there shouldn't be so much entitlement, or you shouldn't be willing to just give somebody something, uh, can be very dangerous. And whenever you're you're wrestling with any religious text, uh, especially the Bible. It can be very dangerous to take something out of context or make up a statement or misattribute a quote um, from another context and stick it in the Bible and then use that to try to uh, shore up your own defense for what you believe in. And I could go into how the dangers of that in a whole other episode, a whole other uh, uh, series. But that's something I have to point out because, again, it's so easy to take um, biblical text Pull it out of context, not understanding the background of it, not understanding whether or not what you're saying is truly scripture or just a common cliche uh, that we attribute to religion because no one uh, clarified on whether or not the quote was really biblical-based and what that really means. So with that out the way, uh, the next major statement that I remember and picked up from the clip focused on a commentator sharing about how America was basically ahead of its time and that America uh, outlawed slavery in only 150 years after it had begun and that there should be some type of entitlement and some type of praise thrown back towards, uh, I'm guessing it would be majority white Americans, I'm not sure who should get the praise, who should get the the feedback, Um, but that America in general should get some type of uh, credit for ending slavery in 150 years, and the person going on to say that, you know, uh, that was a good accomplishment, as well as another commentator jumping in and saying, well, not only is 
slavery ended 150 years, but there was also a bloody, a deadly, a violent civil war that was waged in regards to uh, the topic. Now, here's where I'm jumping in. Uh, I'm jumping in because, one, uh, from a historical standpoint, America did not fully outlaw slavery first. That, that is not true by uh, any stretch of the imagination. Um, America was behind numerous countries and numerous economic and political powers at the time that decided to completely ban and completely outlaw slavery. In America, what you have with the passing of the 13th Amendment is simply an end of what's called uh, private slavery, where an independent or uh, business could not sell or exchange or buy uh, persons who were enslaved. Uh, however, the use of, of slavery in terms of a punishment uh, in the case of one committing a crime was still legal and is still legal today, which is why it's easy to fund and supply the uh, prison population and mass incarceration because when a person has become guilty or found guilty, they're no longer viewed as a full human being, unfortunately, because of the stigma associated with being criminalized as well as with this uh, spirit of slavery that is still reminiscent from the uh, passing of the 13th Amendment. So, I say all this because uh, whenever we engage in any form of media, even if you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching a, a news channel, a news briefing, um, to understand that when we speak and when we share, to go back and understand the historical undertones of what we're talking about. Uh, working in history, working, having worked in English, I understand the importance of going back and taking time to at least challenge what is being said, not in terms of trying to create a new enemy or trying to just tear down someone's credibility or their character, but just going in to figure out, you know, uh, what you stated. Is it really true? Is there more history to this? Are there any angles that were missed that will help me better understand the topic? Because when we just take something at face value, as with the uh, supposed pseudo-scripture quote, that was mentioned, or just believing America did something great just by ending slavery, um, we end up missing out on historical perspectives and historical narratives that would help us better understand the topic at hand, uh, what was done during that time period, and the impacts of what is happening today. Uh, on, the, on the topic of reparations in general, which I will possibly save for a future episode, uh, what I do find interesting is that as a nation, we uphold the ideals of equality and liberty and justice for all, but when it comes to very uh, specific topics, one of them being slavery, uh, topics that are very difficult to, to deal with regardless of your background, uh, it, it, it's funny to me how now there are a lot of excuses to put off or withhold uh, a sense of reparation, or now there's more complaints and more questionable minds about how to execute uh, handling the reparations of slavery or ensuring justice has been done for uh, those who have uh, uh, descended from slavery. And, and again, the historical context is important because people who have taken time to read articles, books, 
literature, from research minds, and from professors, and from people who have studied the topic, will begin to show the connections between the transatlantic slave trade, to slavery in early America, to uh, Jim Crow and segregation and redlining, and not being able to get loans when you needed them, not being able to start businesses when you needed them, uh, the horror and tragedy of Black Wall Street when people did pull their money together and people were trying to take care of themselves and they lost their, their property, they lost, some of them lost their lives, uh, lost their resources, all because of the color of their skin. And so uh, when we have conversations like this, again, it's not about just, uh, well, the execution of the idea of reparation is difficult. It's really going in and asking ourselves as a nation, how can we live up to the ideals of saying that everyone's equal and that there's liberty and justice for all? And by the way, on the point of justice, uh, justice takes place when you know for certain an offense has occurred and the goal of justice is to help right or correct that offense. And that is, that is my approach to it. That's a very simple, basic approach to justice. But when an offense has taken place, uh, justice comes in to right the offense. Uh, brief example off the top of my head would simply be uh, whenever someone has committed a crime and they eventually stand in front of a judge or in front of a jury and there is a sense of punishment that is shared or in some cases when uh, someone has been harmed by a company or another individual, a person is able to go to court and they receive justice when the judge or the jury awards a certain amount of, of resources to help provide justice for that individual. Uh, does it take away all the pain? No. Does it bring back a loved one, or does it remove the trauma of what has taken place? Absolutely not. But the intent and the goal is to recognize, yes, someone has been offended. The person who has been offended is a human being, and because they are a human being, because the evidence is present, uh, we want to ensure that justice is given uh, to ensure that they able, are able to receive the resources, the tools, or whatever is needed to help them live the fullest life possible. But again, that's just my opinion. Uh, that's a, a rough uh, draft of justice and why justice is important. Uh, but I share all this because, again, to wrap up, when you hear something, uh, do not just take it at face value. Even what I'm saying on this podcast, uh, go back, take it, question it, examine it, and then go back and see uh, what other perspectives were, were, were left out. Uh, understand whenever someone quotes a religious text, especially uh, the biblical text of the Christian faith, to go back and examine that. You don't have to be a, a believer. Uh, you're just someone who's going in with a critical mindset and with a historical um, approach to go in and just ask questions and dialogue with the material and dialogue with the text to understand what has taken place and if what has taken place really showed all sides of the argument. But look, um, thank you all for listening this Wednesday morning. I hope you all have a blessed day. I hope you all uh, continue to be blessed and prosperous. Take care and thanks for listening.